Welcome back, Red Pill Empaths and Truth Seekers. We are still reading the book by Jeff Berwick and Charlie Robinson. I'm sorry, I never mentioned them before, but they both wrote this book um, on the controlled demolition of the American Empire. I always say USA Empire because he corrected himself after and said he should have said that. So <laughs> as a joke, I kept saying it and then I forgot it, but it's the American Empire if you're really looking for the title. We are in the parts that is still called Who Wired the Building, and we are toward the end uh, called the Executive Orders, and we stopped reading somewhere around 76% of the book. So I'm going to do a little drum roll, and then I'm going to get right into it so we can get through this book. You can get the knowledge you need, all of you who cannot read and who cannot, cannot afford to buy the book or are unable to find it. Since they don't have an audio version yet, I am trying to spread the word. As Jeff said, I'm not making any money off of this. I'm not trying to rip them off of anything. There is my commentary in there because it only seems fair that, you know, I put some commentary in there also because reading the book straight out wouldn't be fair to them. I personally think that those who put the work in should rip the rewards. However, you know, I've always been they're helping others, not really asking for money, as I'm a true empath. And if you meet an empath who is really good with money, know that most likely they're not really that empathic, <laughs> because most likely <laughs> they're faking it. But, or maybe, who knows, you know? <laughs> I mean, good with money from the start. You, we can learn, right, eventually. <laughs> I'm still not there, but hey, I'm working on it. So anyhow, money is just fiction anyway, right? It's just energy. We're talking about abundance here more than anything else, which is a state of mind. So it's something we can all learn and cultivate. So here we are. I'm going to start reading, little drum roll, and boom. The New World Order is a real thing, and its members are actively working to destroy the United States from within. The permanent state has been put in place to make the transition possible. The Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, and the Trilateral Commission are greasing the political and banking wheels to wire the American Empire for demolition. And the NGOs are providing the political cover to keep the public from noticing that the locks are being changed because their government has been sold and the new owners want everyone out. But there will still be many people that never understand what is happening, even when the warning signs are right in front of their faces. For those people in the dark, there is still time to sound the alarm and explain to them what to be looking for right before the American empire is brought down. I am doing this because I'm hoping to bring people together so that they can actually understand that there is only one enemy, the people who have done this over and over and over to everybody else, the people who have convinced everybody that you were omnivores. Well, we are not omnivores and we know this, this is actual science. We are not carnivores, we're not meant to have all that stuff. We can survive on it, but we don't thrive on that ever. And this is the big lie that they told because then you would be accustomed to what was coming next, which is what's going on right now with the pedivores and all this stuff they're doing to human beings. 
Because remember, they're not our species. So they made you say, yes, it's okay to hurt other species, and now they're doing it to you. So it's okay too, right? Hey, this is logic. So think about it. Realize human beings have been duped. They have been mind-controlled. Human beings are not evil. Those who manipulated us are evil because they use the fact that we go in flight or fight. And when we are in fight or fight, we are in survival mode, so we can be quite evil. We can perceive it in that way because we are in survival mode. But this is not what human beings cause. They were just used by these evil entities to do all this harm. And if you recede even more, not to forgive them at all, but they are very much low-frequency beings because anyone who hurts someone else and has no empathy is very low-frequency being. So, you know, they are quite below the mark. <laughs> so they're not superior at all. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Ringing the alarm bells. This is a new part of the book, finally. Wealth inequality. Oh, I love this because I've been bitching about this for a long, long time. <laughs> Ringing the alarm bells deserves this. When a person sits down to watch a movie, there is a lot of information and activity that is easy to miss unless one is specifically looking for it. Exactly. But your unconscious misses nothing. Just be aware of that. That's how they brainwash us. There is a funny video showing a bunch of young people dribbling basketballs and passing them back and forth between each other. But when the video stops and the voiceover readers asks the viewers if they notice the breakdancing guy in a bear outfit that walked right behind the whole basketball scene, most people have to re-watch the video and then it appears clear as they right where it was the whole time, only seemingly invisible to most viewers. The breakdancing bear is sounding the alarm on the controlled demolition of the American empire, but most people do not notice him walking in the background and waving his sign about the impending doom. Once they stop to examine the video and specifically look for the bear, it is impossible not to see it because it is right there in front of everyone's face, but most people just happen to be looking at all of the other things and never notice the obvious until someone points it out to them. There are signs of what is coming, just like there are always signs before something terrible happens. But if one is not in tune or open to examining the information, it seems to appear invisible until after the fact, when looking back on the event, when once again the information becomes clear, obvious, and a bit embarrassing that it was not spotted sooner. Well, it's not embarrassing because, again, if you know how the brain works, you realize that this is not a choice going in flight or fight. They are merely using what most everybody is affected by, 
And depending on your childhood and who was there for you and how they helped you build that self-regulating part of your brain, you may just be like me, one of those people who when they have certain trigger, they go in fight or fight. And most people are. And you cannot control that. So stop blaming people for this. Blame who mind control them and basically cause them to become in this way. Sure, when you're an adult, you can work on it and change your fate. But you do understand that most of us who went through that spent the rest of their life undoing what was done to them when they were children. So why instead of becoming parents first and not ever learning about this stuff, why don't people stop for a minute and realize like some of us emotionally intelligent beings have that, oh, wait a minute, I don't want to do the same thing that was done to me, to my kids. So let me first resolve my own bullshit so that I can be a better parent to them. So it's not blaming your parents. It's not pointing the finger. It's understanding that your parents, literally, they did the best they could with what they had. And even narcissistic parents, they don't know any better. So I am not minimizing your pain at all. I am here telling you, let it out. And if you need someone to listen to you, hey, I'll listen to you. You know, it doesn't have to be hard and lonely but it is something you have to be committed to and it's a lot of work so don't blame the children for what the parents did okay we were all children at some point and just like I realized that I didn't want to do the same thing to my children so can you and I didn't ruin my parents and yes we have lots of fights and yes I told them off many times because even though I am an empath I also would see the injustice and I would call them on it because I know that karma will give you back to shit so I was telling them why are you doing this to me I don't even deserve this why why would you even think that I'm stupid when I'm clearly not stupid but it was the fear my dad had because he saw me being so similar to him. He saw me always fighting for what was right and he didn't want me to lose my health and to become like him. And in his very emotionally unintelligent way because he had his own abuse when he was a kid. Why? Because they were going through the war. They were poor. You know? So understand this. People don't want to be this way. They were made to be that way when they were kids and nobody ever helped them come out of it. So let people like me, who have actual emotional intelligence, realize that, you know, we can help. We can help in ways all those gurus, self-proclaimed gurus, who just stole the material from us, the real healers, and package it nicely for you, you know, we do it for free many times or by donation. So I have helped more people with no money than any of those fakers out there. So remember, don't be shy. We all need help. And God knows I've had to take help from people many times. So don't stop yourself. And don't feel embarrassed because you didn't see the signs coming. When people are in flight or fight, all that matters to them is survival. That's why we can't see anything else. So everybody can be stupid. And I know I've said it over and over, but maybe more people will realize this if I keep saying this and stressing 
how important it is not to feel embarrassed because you were fooled. Those who fooled you are the evil bastards, not you. You didn't do anything wrong. But now you know the truth, and now you can do the right thing and take the right decisions. Remember that. So from now on, you can choose better things, right? So these are the signs of impending doom as we sound the alarm to wake people up to the reality of the situation. Health inequality creates major fissures in a society and not just in the form of jealousy of the poor complaining from the working class and outright hatred from the unemployed. It usually comes due to shifts in the balance of power and governmental regulations favoring the rich or the removal of regulations through the lobbying paid for by those in a position to afford it and benefit the most. And the poor usually are not even jealous. It's just, I think, for a lot of people who have done real work and see all these people profiting from others, you know, falling down or enslaving them, um, it's just not how it's supposed to be. And I'm sorry, if you want to be a leader, you need to be someone who takes care of others and shows them how. You, if you take advantage of those who are weaker than you, you are not a leader. You're a coward. So let's make this very clear. And I don't know why people try and always, you know, defend this shitty behavior. Because they're narcissistic idiots, that's why. But, you know, if you're not a narcissistic psychopath, you know this already. Or is it just me? You yeah? know? Come on. Anyhow, when Amazon and Walmart pay their workers below a living wage while the stockholders make more money in a minute than most of their employees will make in an entire year, it becomes clear that there are two different economies operating within the same marketplace. And you do understand that when people cannot afford to pay for goods a full price, Amazon is the other option because you're actually able to buy a lot more for your money, that the little money that you're left with after they pillage you. So they created this way of, you know, making sure that they would have customers and those who have more money, who criticize those who have less money, you should look in the mirror and think to yourself, you know how many people like me have worked three jobs, have tried to work days and night, have ruined their health doing all of this for nothing. And, you know, you have watched them struggle and you knew what they could have done and you could have easily helped them, but you didn't because these people couldn't pay you. So you are just as bad as deep state to me. I'm sorry. When you're in a position to help someone who needs help and you don't do anything and then you criticize them, you are no better than they are. That's just, you know, and I'm not saying do the work for them. No, I'm not at all that way. I am totally with my dad there where, you know, work and apply yourself and believe in yourself. However, when you treat people like shit their whole life and you tell them that they're just robots and then you expect them to behave like not robots, you are the illogical one. And so for you people who, you know, maybe you think you have a higher IQ and that's why you see things coming. Well, you know what? I've seen things coming my whole life. Call me Cassandra. And I had zero knowledge in all this stuff. So I think it's more impressive that I saw this shit coming. 
because I actually had no evidence, no proof on the outside world. And yet I saw the same picture coming. And anytime I get my messages, they're always right and they come true. So, you know, if we're really going to be on a competition, then that makes me way superior to you because in spite of me not reading any books, I still see the truth. Wow, now that's impressive. But you know what? I haven't made any fucking money off of it because I am not uh, an asshole. And when people actually come for readings and stuff, the first time, even to this day, I still don't charge them because I want to make sure I'm actually, you know, connecting with them. And, you know, unless I feel a connection right away and I know for sure, I always want to double check because that's the kind of person I am. So I understand that it's not necessary. I'm not telling you you should do the same thing as I do. Absolutely not. Please don't bend over and let others fuck you in the ass and they say thank you in the end. I'm not asking you to do that at all. I'm just saying, you know what, a little bit more kindness to others and understanding that what you consider stupidity may not be stupidity at all. They may just be in flight or fight, and they may have been taught all wrong things or not taught anything at all. So guess what? If you are really a caring person, teach them, help them, give them a chance, because you're not their parents, but you can be that person who actually helps them get out of that entrapment that they are in, of being in that, you know, kid mode, because that's all it is, a part of them, the part that is related to this problem is still run by their inner child and you can help them you have the knowledge so that's why i am doing this i'm not doing this because i'm some loser who has nothing better to do i'm doing this because i know a lot of you cannot read a lot of you don't know this stuff and i know that we need to repeat it over and over because the brain when you're triggered the brain doesn't absorb a lot of information because it's focused on keeping you alive that's why all the blood is not in the part of the brain that is meant to help you retain information and process information and find solutions it's just mechanics of the body it's nothing else and yes i buy on amazon to this day because unfortunately guys i haven't been able to go out because of the masks really really do trigger me and i need to find a solution because i gotta make money and None I do, nothing I am doing on, online so far has been making much money for me. So I need to find a solution and I don't know exactly what to do right now. But, you know, when I buy on Amazon, I want to tell you a couple of things. I try and buy from small vendors all the time. I always give them good reviews and I, I really only returned one thing in my life and that's it. And that's because it was actually wrong. And I bought, you know, and I, they sent me the right one. They made a mistake. So that was the only time. Because when you return stuff or you screw Amazon, it's the vendor that pays. It's not Amazon. And I always knew this. So even if you're not very knowledgeable in a lot of things, if you're a caring person, you will observe things and you will find out a lot of things and you will try your best to do whatever you can to be fair. And I think Amazon should be taken over by the employees anyways. I'm sorry. Bezos and the shareholders don't own Amazon. It's the people who work at Amazon and run it, in my opinion, that own it. It's time that you take what's yours back, you know? This is ridiculous. It's time that all those unlawful laws, all those unlawful governments that work for us, they are our employees 
they haven't done a very good job and they've destroyed the economy or they tried to and now we can still stop them. We just have to unite, stop fighting with each other and understand that it is one only enemy and it's called the elitists and all the bosses that help them carry out this because they clearly lack empathy which makes them of a different species. So, if they're of a different species, according to their standards, hey, it's okay if we go after them. And according to their standards, because we're announcing it, we're fine. We don't have any karma coming our way. Well, we don't anyway, because we're merely just protecting ourselves at this point. We're under attack. We're all under attack. Realize this. So, Walmart, I almost never went there to buy. My roommate goes there now because it's on the way and because he wears a mask and he's, you know, he has to work, someone has to pay for the rent, right? So he, his point is that he just follows order, and if I say anything, he says, I know they're useless, but it's the law. The law from whom? So they don't want to really do the work, they, he doesn't want to expose himself, and he goes to Walmart because, you know, whatever, I get paid like shit, you know? And it, it's, in a way, I understand his point of view, it's like he's walking, it's not like he's driving, it's not easy, you know, to go and buy stuff and other than that though i've been to walmart like three times in my life and when i found out all about it i was like fuck this you know like uh no thanks but all of those chains that are lower in price even like all those providers of cell phones and stuff they are usually unhappy and mistreated because you pay too little to them for paying them properly. No, the companies take too much. That is the reality. And then, of course, the government who pillages everyone because they ask for these taxes, which are just extortion fees. I agree with Jeff. I've always agreed with Jeff. They don't give anything else. And if you are making us pay a bill, then I want to see the bill and exactly where you spend the money, and I want to see the results of it. And none of us have seen that. So I'm sorry. They've been really bad at doing this, okay? And there is a reason for it, because they haven't been doing it at all. They haven't used the money to improve anybody's lives, but theirs, their friends, and not really, because all they're doing is create more unhappiness in the world by, you know, they give the people who work for them their shields, they give them all these drugs and stuff, and then they give, you know, the others the impression that they're bad people. Uh, actors and all those people, of course, they're not good people, but they're all brainwashed idiots and they feel they're special because they look in a certain way or another because some idiot has decided that that kind of looks better than another who the fuck decided that anyway you know the golden ratio my ass sorry pardon my french but i'm so goddamn sick of it and i come from italy i know beauty i've seen it i've seen real artists you know it's just give me a fucking break you know some of us have studied art history and i, I have had a chance to see things and I still always to this day think beauty is in many forms who decided this is more beautiful than that seriously you <laughs> okay whatever I'm sorry my opinions are a little different and sometimes to those who don't have real logic seems nonsensical <laughs> yes exactly pun intended Anyway, let me finish a little bit because I know I can go on, but this stuff really is something that is hot water for me and I do want to talk about it. 
Anyhow, when Amazon and Walmart pay their workers below living wage while the stockholders make more money, you know it's not right. So a push by the company for its employee to attain food stamp from the government to subsidize their low wages is an unsustainable business model and a public relations disaster waiting to happen. It's like, give me a break, people. Are you retarded? However, the problem is that those executives running the companies do not care if there is a public backlash against them for treating their employees like slaves, and they also do not mind if the public thinks they make too much money. In fact, they would be proud of it, that is, if they ever stopped working long enough to read the gossip magazines or the comments left on videos. The Dislocated States of America the economic disparity between the haves and have-nots had widened so much that by the late 1990s, the top 10% of the nation held 76% of the wealth. I mean, if you think that's normal, you're idiots. I'm sorry. To take that even further, the 1% accounted for half of that 76% figure. So, the concentration of wealth was extreme even two decades ago, but things have only gotten worse. If you have any doubts, guys, seriously, I've always been around rich fucks. And quite frankly, they're all entitled son of bitches, okay? There's very few who I would save, and none of them are the ones you would think, because they're all very good at lying how much they care. So, you know, the bottom line is this, follow the money, follow who's in power, and you know they're not good people. Because the only way to stay there is to be fucking horrible. During the two decades from 1980 to 2000, the wealth of the lower 60% actually declined. Yeah, no shit. So. The gap widened financially while also putting even more distance between the sides from a social standpoint as well. I just want to remind you that my brother went to school with one dude called Brian Toomey. Hey Brian, if you ever hear this, he came to our house, you know, he played volleyball with me. He's the son of a gazillionaire in the States, they own banks, so you know what I'm talking about, right? He went to Baylor University. He went to, to school with these privileged people. So I have been around this stuff. There is a reason why I despise it so much. And it's not because I was excluded from it. It's because it sucks and it's not right, period. And I'm 100% against this kind of shit. And it's nothing to do with knowledge, appreciating beauty, cleanliness, and nothing to do with that. These people are not about doing what's right. They're about being at the top no matter what. And they're all brainwashed to think that because they think they have higher IQ, they have a right to do so. So in America, the top 1% retain about 35.5% of the wealth with the top 20% of the population accounting for 87%. That's insane. The lower half of the American population combined to hold only 1.1% of the wealth of the country. Think about it, guys. It's insane. This is for the USA. 
but I'm sure other countries in the world, you know, in the flat earth we live on, know that. As of 2018, the average net worth for the 1% household is uh, 40 million. Oh, wow. A new billionaire is created every other day in the United States, while the median lower income family has a net worth of just under 11,000, according to Pew Research. Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffet, <laughs> I like to call him Buffet, has a combined net worth of about 400 billion. Yeah, I'm sure they need it. What, are they cleaning their assholes with bills? Or about the same as the lower 60% of the American population. Well, I guess they are all an asshole, so they do need more bills than the regular people, right? <laughs> the gap between upper-income families and median-low-income families jumped from 40 times larger in 2007 to 70 times larger in just nine years due to stock market gains and real estate appreciation appreciation, not depreciation. There are massive differences between the American experience for white people and those in the black and Hispanic communities. The only thing similar is the flag. Everything else might as well be happening thousands of miles away. Yes. The average white family had 68 times more wealth than an Hispanic family and an astounding 86 times more wealth than a black family. This is such fucking shit. Pardon my French. We're going to continue in the next episode. Pardon me for expressing my opinion so vehemently and so much. But I'm really disgusted by all this. And I just really want people to wake up and realize we need to stick together. Stop being divided. United we stand. Divided we lose, guys. Remember this. Or we fall. However you want to say it. See you in the next one. And here... Yeah.